The new cryptocurrency company everybody is talking about. Bringing full-spectrum decentralized finance to the people. With cryptocurrencies RYIU and RYIP. Low-cost cryptocurrencies with huge returns and the most authentic, innovative and real team behind this company. Where the investors come first. My name is Raven. This episode is brought to you by RYI-Unity. It is the best place to invest your money into cryptocurrency. Check them out. I hope you guys had a merry, merry Christmas. I hope that the liberal and the Biden agenda for locking you inside your homes and Dr. Fauci telling you not to take and go into an unvaccinated, dirty, filthy, slimy person's home. Uh, I hope that you ignored all of that and just enjoyed your holiday with your family and friends. And uh, you got lots of presents, got some turkey, some good ham, and some sweet potatoes. I sure did. I I love when my family gets together and has those uh, uh, holidays because we play some of the best games we take and have little holiday traditions I hope that you guys got to do that as well. So we have uh, a big, big story out uh, that Joe Biden was uh, taking Christmas calls and taking and calling little kids for Christmas, talking to them. Uh, why on earth the the White House thought it was appropriate for Joe Biden, who was uh, basically um accused of molesting his own daughter, why they would go out of their way and uh, expose him to other kids. I don't know, but um, they did that. And I got to tell you, uh, here's how some of the uh, uh, conversation went. Yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Uh, Merry Christmas and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. (laughs) Hey, by the way, are you in Oregon? Where's your home? I think we lost him. Yeah. So we have a dad from Oregon by the name of Jared Schmeck who wanted to voice his frustration with the Biden administration. Uh, The media 
basically said that uh, he was not a Trump supporter. That ended up not being true. Uh, he they they also lied uh, about um, him in, in various different ways. You guys can look that up. I'm not going to get into that story because you know the media lies. That's all they do is in, lie. Uh, but I do have a clip from him um, and and what he had to say after uh, all of the backlash. I want to bring in now Jared uh, Schmeck. Who, uh, who did, so Jared, why did you decide to take a stand? Walk, walk us through this because right now you're getting crushed by the uh, you're getting crushed <laughs> by the mainstream media, and actually the the race car drivers getting crushed too. So walk us through what happened. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, I mean, it, it was uh, innocent enough at the beginning. Honestly, NORAD is uh, we call NORAD every year. My kids and I do. It's become a tradition. They just want to know when Santa Claus is coming uh, to our to our area, and. Um, when I called, um, the uh, the volunteer who picked up told me that First Lady Biden was taking calls and asked if we wanted to talk to her. Um, I frankly assumed it was going to be a pre-recorded Christmas message or something similar. Um, and I, I said, sure, why not? And uh, told my, my boy to start filming it just in case it ended up being legit. Um, and uh, yeah, they both picked up the phone. Uh, it was clear that it was not a recording. I didn't know it was being live streamed. Uh, at that time and uh, throughout the conversation i uh, it, it popped into my head and uh and i guess the rest is history but it's in that moment right that 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 critical moment when people i see this all the time in politics and business and and, and in the media that people either <laughs> they just don't take that move you actually took it what was in your mind when you you realized you actually said that uh, on on global television. Well, yeah. Once once I realized it was on global television, I was I was pretty surprised, and I I have to say I I thought it was pretty pretty darn funny. Um, we had we had a really good laugh about it, and I, I mean it. it, uh, <laughs> it, it I know it, it was said in a in a joking manner, in a humorous manner, but it's a very serious uh, thing, and and I mean it, it's. It was one way for me to like, man, I, I got a chance right now to to voice my disapproval of of this man and his administration. You know, I, I sit there and thought about this, and it, it's not only it's not only the thing that you know he his opportunity of calling the president out by saying, you know, fuck you, Biden, uh, fuck you, Joe Biden. Uh, it, it's really the media backlash that I find more hilarious. Uh, because the media is in a complete meltdown. Twitter, the Twitter liberals are in a complete meltdown over this, uh, and and I find it funny because of the hypocrisy. But first, let's let's go to the media and and see what type of <laughs> what is going on in in CNN's head right now as we speak. So we we have we have a guy from the Atlantic. His name is Ron Brownstein. Or Brownstein, he's the senior editor of the Atlantic, and and this is basically what he had to say. Uh, let's talk about what happened today uh, with Joe Biden, along with the First Lady Jill Biden, visiting Children's National Medical Center here in Washington. Uh, he spoke with kids around the country as part of a, a Santa Tracker event. In one specific phone call, a father of four named Jared made it awkward and political. And uh, just listen to this. By the way, 
You guys have to be in bed by nine o'clock, you know, and asleep between nine and twelve, or he doesn't show up. This isn't to you, Jared. This is to the kids. That's right. <laughs> well, I hope you have a wonderful hey, Christmas. Well, yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Oh, Merry thank Christmas, you. and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Yeah. Let's go, Brandon. For those who yeah. don't know, is slang for. F. Joe Biden. Uh, Ron, the president is trying to be nice to kids. Uh, He doesn't really have to do this. They were very pleasant. What does it tell you that somebody is rude like that and disrespects the office of the president to his face uh, about the political climate in this country? Yeah, look, I, you know, it's ungracious, it's juvenile, it's reprehensible by the father. Uh, but I don't think it's fundamentally about incivility. I think it is fundamentally about insurrection. Um, you know, I don't know the, the, the individual, but the, the whole let's go Brandon kind of motif is a reflection of the view, two thirds of the Republican uh, base, driven by Trump's claims, uh, false claims and the big lie that Biden is an illegitimate president. Um, And it reflects as well the the findings in multiple polls by the American Enterprise Institute, Vanderbilt University, and others, that a majority of Republican voters now say the American way of life is disappearing so so fast, the traditional American way of life, that we may have to use force to save it. I think you're seeing this is a manifestation not just of incivility, but of the fundamental view of the illegitimacy and the ominous shores that we're kind of sailing toward very quickly uh, in 2022 and especially 2024. Now, what I find funny is that not only do they does CNN try to correlate the the uh, "Let's go, Brandon" phrase to the insurrection, the so-called insurrection of January sixth. Uh, it's the fact that their hypocrisy is is so prevalent here that they take a phrase of "fuck Joe Biden." And they say that it's, it's completely disrespectful of the office of the presidency. But, you know, you have the four years that Trump was in president, you had everybody from Madonna saying that she wants to blow up the White House. She thought about it every day of, of blowing up the White House. You had Kathy Griffin holding a severed head of Trump that basically ruined her career. You have Maxine Waters telling uh, telling her her uh, district that we need to get in front of uh, people's faces that are Trump supporters and and get in their faces. And you have Eric Holder saying, you know, uh, to kick to kick Trump supporters. You have all of that. And here here's a clip uh, of the I believe it was the Emmys or or the Oscars, one of the two. I don't I don't know. I don't watch those award shows at all. But here's a clip from Robert De Niro, and I want I don't want you just to hear what Robert De Niro said. I want you to hear what's going on in the background. Robert De Niro. I'm going to say one thing. Fuck Trump. It's no longer down with Trump. It's fuck Trump. 
hypocrites. And, and I love the fact that the media is going out of their way to destroy this Jared Schmeck. Uh, they, they, they're going to the ends of the earth to completely destroy this guy. Far more than they did with the guy who ran over people in Wisconsin. There was far more exposure, media exposure, and news stories about this, this guy in Oregon that, that said, let's go Brandon to Joe Biden, than there was about the, uh, the car, quote unquote car, who drove into a crowd in Wisconsin. I find that absolutely funny and crazy and sad at the same time. Let that sink in, people. And another thing. It is clear that the president of the United States had no clue, was not aware at all of what Let's Go Brandon actually meant. But here's the thing. Jill Biden, she knew. (laughs) The look on her face was like a cringe moment. And she even put her head down and was just like, oh, shit. And then Biden said, I agree, <laughs> like a dumbass. So here's the thing. Here, you only have two options here. Either, either the White House has never discussed in his briefings, his daily briefings, about that slogan, and he had no clue about it, or he just forgot. So which is it? Uh, he either did not know, or he forgot what that slogan meant, because Um, nobody is going to agree to go fuck themselves. (laughs) I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, Joe Biden touts that he's a tough, intelligent, smart man, right? He's, he's like the manly of men, you know, he ain't going to sit there and agree to that. And, and the fact that you have hundreds of thousands of college football fans, cheering on a weekly uh, weekend basis of, of this chant. And then you have NASCAR, you, you have NASCAR fans chanting it. You have people out in the streets in Kentucky when, when Joe Biden went there uh, chanting it. It, it, it's, it blows my mind that this topic was never discussed with the President of the United States. And the thing of it is, is that this isn't like the far corners of, of just this, you know, on Republican talk radio or, or, you know, the fringe Republican podcasters out there like myself, which I'm not a Republican, but I, I do have a conservative voice. This is like mainstream America. This is, this is like a, a, a movement, a grassroots movement, an organic movement that the White House is clearly keeping from Joe Biden, or he may have forgot. It's one of those two things, people, which, which leads me to believe the more concerning part of this whole entire story with, with the thousands of people that work at the White House uh, that, that know about this slogan and, and the fact that Jill Biden, Jill Biden knew what it was, uh, it, it concerns me that he has had to have forgotten what that chant means and that the White House didn't have any preparations to counter, to counter that slogan if it was brought up to him. 
so the most concerning part of this whole story, whether whether whatever political spectrum that you're in, the fact that your your president has forgotten about this is is very um, it's horrific. Now moving on, we have a story that I find uh, honestly it really pisses me off. I'm I'm really emotional about this story, and it's it's not like it's a it's not like it's surprising to me, or or that you know I'm shocked by the statements of of this person. But Ander, Anderson Cooper had Bill Gates on his show uh, yesterday or or the day before. I can't can't remember. I, I lose track of time. But the, the gist of it is is basically Anderson Cooper brings up. Uh, if, if people are not willing to get vaccinated, then, then should we take and set a policy that states that you cannot get any sort of social security benefits unless you're vaccinated? Do you think the federal government or state governments or the very least federal government should mandate if you want to get on an airplane, you have to be vaccinated. If you want to get uh, social security uh, you need to be vaccinated if you want to get uh, whatever whatever benefits uh, they give you need to be vaccinated for is that something that the u.s can and should do there's literally so much to process with this video clip I, I suggest everyone to watch it that way they have a clear understanding of seeing what i saw and and what I find what I find more incredulous than anything that Anderson Cooper said is many of these COVID related fact checkers uh, have been absolutely absurd, but this one is is particularly ludicrous because Anderson Cooper was not quoting someone else who was in favor of this proposal. He was clearly mentioning it because he thought it was reasonable. And then Bill Gates basically laughed about it. Now, let me tell you people something. In America, when you take and you work as hard as my mom has for 40 years of her life, more than 40 years of her life, uh, I would say uh, 55 years of her life, and there's been a portion of her check being taken every single week, to deny her benefits because she doesn't want to take a vaccine that could have some sort of adverse effects on her health and then not give her her social security benefits that she's paid in for 55 years. I'm telling you people, you think that these riots were bad last year in 2020 with BLM? You think that these little uprisings across the whole entire world, like Germany, Austria, Australia, Italy, France, are big? You haven't seen anything yet. This proposal, if Biden even entertained the idea, America will be at war. I'm not talking about marching in the street. I'm not talking about holding little signs or or even chanting let's go Brandon at college football stadiums. 
or taking and getting in front of the faces of these politicians. I'm talking about literal up in arms, grabbing your rifles, grabbing your AR-15s, and taking to the streets, going to Washington, D.C. That's what's going to happen. Now, for the CIA, the FBI, all you motherfuckers that are listening out there right now, I'm not proposing that idea, just as uh, the fact checkers say that Anderson Cooper's not proposing this idea. What I am saying is that if you guys do take the Social Security benefits for those who are unvaccinated, my analysis, my logical reasoning is that this is what's going to occur. This is what's going to happen. And I have to ask you liberals out there, are you okay with that? Are you okay with the government taking benefits from the unvaccinated that they paid all of their lives for? Because if you are, be ready. Because I promise you, it's a f- if, if, if you don't think it's a failed policy, it's going to be a failed plan because America's not going to put up with that. And as weak as your little group is, we all know. I mean, it's just common sense. If you're a liberal, the majority uh, of liberals uh, are pansies. They're weak-minded. They don't own guns. A lot of the men, the liberal men out there, they wear skirts. They paint their fingernails. They, they dye their hairs purple, pink, blue. And I'm not, I'm not talking bad about those individuals because literally, if you know me, if you know me at all, you'll know that I, I play video games every night with, with uh, people like that, that have all sorts of different opini- uh, opinions politically than me. I'm okay with a disagreement politically. I can be friends and love you and care about you regardless of your political leaning. But when you take and you support the government stealing from my mother and from my father and from the majority of the Americans out there, then I'm not okay with that. And I will put you in your fucking place. And so will the rest of America. 200,000 dead. As you said, over 7 million infected in the United States. We, in fact, have 5%, 4% of the world's population, 20% of the deaths. 40,000 people a day are contracting COVID. In addition to that, about between 750 and 1,000 people a day are dying. When he was presented with that number, he said, it is what it is. Well, it is what it is because you are who you are. That's why it is. The president has no plan. Now, that was September of 2020 on the presidential debate stage when Joe Biden basically told the American people that Trump has no plan to battle COVID-19. But this week, he has changed tune 
And I want you to take a listen to this. They said, thank you very much, Ace. Look, there is no federal solution. This gets solved at a state level. This is literally one of the biggest reasons why, why Trump was challenged and lost a lot of votes because of the amount of people that were getting COVID-19 and then the, the amount of stupid, uneducated people who blamed Trump for uh, the, the numbers uh, that we had in 2020. And now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, our federal government wants to tell us that there is no plan to combat COVID-19. It is what it is. You remember that line, it is what it is? I, I, I suggest you go back and listen to the September, I believe it was uh, 29th or 30th of 2020, the presidential debate. And uh, Joe Biden says that, you know, Trump says it is what it is. Well, it is what it is. Trump was right. Trump was absolutely right. There is no true solution of getting COVID-19 or not getting COVID-19. The vaccinations, that was supposed to work. It has not. Now people say, oh, the vaccination, the vaccines are working. No, they're not. Because just, just this year, just this year, in March, I can take, and I'm not going to play all these clips. You're just going to have to take my word for it, or you're just going to have to do your research yourself and take and, and listen to all of these so-called health es experts like Dr. Fauci and all of our political leaders like Joe, Joe Biden. They've literally said that the vaccine, if you take the vaccine, you're not going to get COVID. They said that, that those were the, her, their words. And I don't even really have to paraphrase it because that's almost word for word what they said. But now there's no plan. And these vaccinations, you know, people tout that these vaccinations is, is like wearing a seatbelt in a car. It's supposed to protect you. How much of an idiot are you to parrot that little Democrat National Committee catchphrase. How are you going to equate a vaccine that you inject into your body to a, a piece of tightly wo woven cloth protecting you from a, a car accident? How are you going to equate the two? Because to me, it doesn't even seem logical to equate the two. To me, it just it, it it's designed to fool idiots. That little saying, and I see it over and over and over on Twitter, and it really irritates the hell out of me. It's like I want to shake them and say, "Wake the fuck up! How can you be so stupid?" But here we are as Americans. Here, here we listen to this nonsense day after day, and we believe. Dr. Fauci, where, where just last year, uh, January of 20, uh, 2020, he was telling us that, you know, we shouldn't wear a mask. Uh, you know, uh, wearing a mask isn't really going to protect you. And then three months later, he changed his tune and said to wear a mask. 
now with these vaccines, you're not going to get COVID if you take the vaccine. And now it's it, the, go, the goalposts have moved and moved and moved and moved until all these stupid idiots out there just say, okay, I trust the government. Let me ask you this. Do you trust the government with your finances? <laughs> Do you trust the government with your tax dollars? Do you? Do you think that the government has your best interest at heart? I, I really want you to think about that because that's that's what's on, that's basically your whole, that that, that question right there, should make you decide whether to get the vaccine or not. Do you trust the government enough with your health? Because if you don't trust them with your money, then how in the hell are you going to trust them with something more important than money, and that's your health? I, I don't understand it. I, I know that I'm a genius, but I also know that, you know, hundreds of millions of Americans out there are not idiots, or are they? What what it really boils down to is that, you know, last year Joe Biden claimed he would shut down the virus. Now, a year later, when he failed to do so, he basically says that there is no federal solution to COVID. Joe Biden's a hypocrite. Uh, you know, the whole let's go Brandon thing. The liberal media... The mainstream media, they want to destroy Jared Schmeck. They want to, they want to sit there and, and say that anyone who says let's go Brandon is an insurrectionist. Now with this COVID thing, you know, they, they, he, he, he puts a lot of backlash on Trump by saying it is what it is, but he's basically saying the same exact thing. These liberals are complete 100% idiots. And there is no solution for stupid. Now, to kind of move along, but kind of to stay in the same area about, about this COVID thing, you know, for the past year, we had, we had social media blocking videos of doctors, of highly professional doctors who have spent 30 or 40 years in medicine that has basically gave their opinion on the science of COVID-19. First, uh, let's back up. If anyone on social media said that COVID-19 was it came from China. It came from a Wuhan lab. They were silenced. They were blocked. They were shadow banned. And some of them were even had their accounts banned for saying so. Because social media put out the label, this is misinformation. And then this COVID vaccine happens. And that we were not allowed to speak against the vaccine at all. If you spoke against the vaccine, you were put either in a timeout or you were banned 
from social media. They were trying to silence people about the truth of COVID-19. And I have to tell you, they're, they're still doing it today. And the federal government is doing it today. It's not just social media. It's the federal government. And here's my proof. With, with COVID-19, what, what, what is the, what's some of the things that have been taught to us about COVID-19? We've been taught that we need to wear a mask. We've been taught that we need to stay six feet apart. We've been taught that uh, we need to get vaccinated. And if, you, if you're not vaccinated, then you shouldn't have people who are unvaccinated to come into your homes, which doesn't make sense whatsoever, but okay. But here's the question I have. What have we not learned about COVID-19 that hasn't been talked about, that hasn't been in the news at all, other than one time when Joe Rogan got sick with COVID and he basically told people that he took ivermectin and uh, some uh, monoclonal antibodies and he was censored he was made fun of CNN literally came on the air and said that Joe Rogan was taking horse medicine and that was completely false it was prescribed by a doctor not a veterinarian (laughs) prescribed by Joe Rogan's doctor and he got better within a day and a half, two days. He said that he was in the gym doing a complete full workout after having COVID and yet the media silences him. So what have we learned from that whole uh, experience from Joe Rogan? What I have learned is the fact that The media and the CDC and our government is not talking about the treatment of COVID. We're always hearing about preventative medicine, but we're never hearing about the treatment of COVID. And why is that? I'm I'm telling you the truth. All you have to do is just look at the news every day and I... And I, I, I know that a lot of you are rolling your eyes and you don't want to look at the news every day. And I understand that. But I, ought, I, I honestly think that you need to start. And when you look at the news, question why they are saying what they're saying. Question their motives. Question the content. Do not believe them. Matter of fact, if they actually say something on record about COVID, I would believe the opposite. If there's any fact checkers that says, well, we're, we're fact checking this, don't believe them. They have lied way too many times. It's like, it's like if, if, you, if you know your kid's lying about something, and they, they want to keep continuing the lie and continuing the lie. And then 
you know, a week later after you confront them about it, they say they're sorry, you give them a hug, you tell them not to do it again, and they don't do it again. And then, you know, all's forgotten. Well, the media, the media doesn't have that in, in, in them. They don't want to repent and correct their mistakes. They're going to continue to lie to you. Why is it that, uh, you know, they, they haven't came out and said, okay, we are wrong about this, this, and this, and we're sorry. We were wrong about masks. We were wrong about uh, vaccines not uh, protecting you from getting COVID. We were wrong about all that. But we're learning just as you are learning. None of them have came out and corrected the record. Rachel Maddow, I can play you a clip of Rachel Maddow if, if I had time, but I'm, I'm not going to do that. Rachel Maddow just, uh, just a few months ago said that if you take the vaccine, you're not going to get COVID. Look it up. Do your research. Why hasn't she apologized? They're not going to apologize. They have a plan and they're sticking with it. And that plan is the Great Reset. Now, you guys may call me a conspiracy theorist. That's fine. But was I a conspiracy theorist when uh, I said that the COVID vaccines weren't going to work nine months ago? Now, this, this was pushed by Donald Trump, right? A lot of the MAGA people out there that support Trump they're not taking it. So this has nothing to do with a support of a political party or not. There's many Republicans out there that were fooled into taking this vaccine. Hell, my, my little brother was fooled into taking this vaccine. So this, this has nothing to do with political affiliation. This, this literally has to do with the truth. And... In one of my next podcasts, I will be speaking with uh, a very important person. Uh, she, I, I don't, I'm not going to ask her where she works or, or the details of that. I just know that she could be a former employee of the NSA or a current employee. I don't know. But I do know that she is in the circle of uh, she's in a circle of my friends. She's in the circle of, uh, independent journalists. Um, she's not really an independent journalist. She's just basically uh, a researcher. Uh, she was a researcher for the, for the government and she has a lot of explosive stuff that, uh, we're going to talk about on our, on the next episode. So I suggest you to subscribe. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not asking you to subscribe. I'm telling you to subscribe to this podcast because you're listening already. All you have to do is hit that subscribe button. Turn on your notifications because in the next few days, when I get this interview done, you're going to listen to the program. You're going to shake your head a lot. 
because everything that we, me and her are going to be talking about, we can prove. We have documents. We have video. We'll have video clips. We'll let you hear the audio itself. And you can take and, and form your own opinion. So what I want you to do is I want you to su- subscribe and and take a listen to this next episode or, or the following couple episodes. And I want you to get on Twitter and I want you to give me a response. Because I know that after that program ends, you're going to sit back and you're going to sigh. You're probably going to share it with family. Your family may think that you're nuts, but then if they listen to previous episodes of mine, you're going to be convinced that I know my shit. I'm not trying to tell, I'm not trying to gloat or be egotistical or anything, but I'm a fucking genius, people. (laughs) I do appreciate all the support out there. You guys have been absolutely amazing. For all of my video game friends, all of my Twitter friends out there, uh, all of my Twitch uh, friends out there, and, and especially my uh, the West Game community, you guys have all been great with supporting this podcast by listening, subscribing, and sharing. And I have to ask you, if, if you do want to support this podcast with just a dollar, just a, a cheaper than a cup of coffee. Take and go over to anchor.fm forward slash game tech politics. That's anchor, A N C H O R dot FM forward slash game tech politics. And right below, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see a support button. You can hit that support button and you can donate 99 cents or whatever amount you want. The most important thing is is to share this, to share the content, because I guarantee you in the next few weeks, you're going to be amazed by the creation of what this program is going to be producing. And you're going to love it. And you're going to be ahead of the game, so to speak, with the knowledge and the news that the mainstream media will not report. I do want to give you uh, investors a quick warning. Be careful this month, this upcoming month. January 13th is going to be an eye-awakening moment. Now, for all you guys that have listened to me in the past, you know that I call stuff, I have sources, and everything that I call comes into fruition. Everything. Every single thing. There's not one thing that I have been wrong about. Not one. And I challenge anyone to listen to, uh, listen to the previous podcasts and tell me where I was wrong because I guarantee you I'm not. So uh, thanks for all the support. Go ahead and go over to anchor.fm forward slash game tech politics. Hit that support button. Donate 99 cents or any amount of money that you want as well as like and subscribe and share the hell out of this. And also go over to our sponsor, ryi-unity.com and check out their cryptocurrency. It is literally like buying Bitcoin eight years ago. And I'm not kidding about that. John, a lot of these cryptocurrencies out there, 
they they don't have a face on it. You know, we still don't know to this day who really created Bitcoin. We don't know who created, uh, you know, uh, these the Shiba coin and, and, and all these other cryptocurrencies that are out there. A lot of these cryptocurrencies, they don't have a face on it. Well, RYI-Unity, they have a face on it. John Weir runs this company. He is the CEO. He's out in California. He is a former Marine. He worked in the CIA. And he puts his face on everything. His reputation, his integrity is uh, far more important to him than anything else. And that's why he puts a face on this company. And what I love about him the most is the fact that you can take and go over to Twitter and go type in RYI Unity, go to their Twitter page, and hit that DM. If you have a question, you can direct message him, and he will answer any question. It doesn't matter if it's 100 questions. He will answer them all for you. That's how accessible this guy is. And for him to run a, a huge company like this, to be accessible, it's like talking to, uh, you know, the uh, T T-Mobile guy. You know, you don't get to talk to the the CEOs of of these companies out there, but John will talk to you. John will actually uh, 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 help you with a Telegram account, and you can be a part of his little Telegram group and talk to you on a daily basis about what he is doing with the company. Right now, they are creating a video game where you can actually play this. You can buy, you can purchase the video game and just play it. But when you do purchase it and play it, you can actually earn cryptocurrency playing an actual video game. And it's not one of those little uh, scams out there that say you can earn money. You know, those bingo games that you find in these ads or, or the little uh, Chinese, <laughs> the, the Chinese games that, that say that you can earn, you know, $375 in one day. It's nothing like that. Because you can actually, what he has in place is, is kind of like a, a Skyrim type game where you can go out and, and, uh, uh, explore the whole entire vast world and there's going to be treasure uh, in areas and you're if you find it it goes right into your wallet that's how flipping cool this video game is and i'm telling you get it while you can't get the ryi-unity coin while you can while it's low because it is going to take off it's going to take off just like bitcoin i guarantee you that so again, thanks for our sponsors, RYI-Unity. Thanks for all the, uh, all the support out there again. And I hope that you take my advice and subscribe to this channel because uh, you are going to get uh, some great content in the next few days. You guys have a great, wonderful week.